0: go <laughs> here we are team Supreme podcast
1: we are back it's uh it's been a little bit of a, a wait but uh but don't worry we're back
0: we are alive guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> things have been busy let's just say that but uh we've got a lot of plans for december and a lot more plans for the new year and we're excited to kind of talk to you guys about some of this stuff that we are uh, kind of scheming on now
0: yeah, we uh, I mean, the whole time we've had Team Supreme, it's basically been a non-profit kind of like side gig for us. Um, I think Preston's been kind of like doing a lot of work to make that, maybe make it more of like a big part of our lives and, and like make it more of a priority because uh, it seems to be something that everyone kind of just, whenever we go away, people are like, yo, let's go again. So if, we, if, if, if that's the feeling, I think we should put more energy into it and keep it like, keep it going, if not like bigger and better, you know?
1: Yeah. And this is something I think that like, I could speak on behalf of both of us that we, we really enjoy doing these things. I mean, like, yeah, we've done this for the love of it, you know? So if we could do this consistently as much as we can, like that's the ultimate goal, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, at some point we'll probably start like figuring out ways to make money from it. Cause otherwise there's really, it's, it makes it hard to do consistently when it's just like for fun um, Cause you know we we all got to eat, but
1: <laughs> yeah, someday true.
0: I think uh, we, Preston's got some ideas in terms of like, uh, well, we'll talk to you guys about it. But Do why don't we talk about it now? Do you talking about some like maybe Team Supreme clinics and stuff? Yeah, LA?
1: I mean I think naturally like something that we fell into is is really teaching people. Um, Dana and I are actually both teachers. We teach privately. We also teach at different schools. We've taught at different schools, and we both really enjoy it. And I think that's something team Supreme has always kind of been there for. I mean the ciphers have always been kind of a place to develop your skills so I, I really yeah I'm looking forward to the new year and uh potentially doing some some classes uh maybe in l a uh thinking about doing some stuff once a month uh so I don't want to give too much away but uh but yeah, there's some stuff in the work in terms of uh in terms of teaching next year <clears throat> yeah. and and also uh Yeah, you know, just once again, staying consistent with the podcast and the ciphers. We're going to get back on those.
0: Yeah, I think uh, because like Preston was saying, I I taught at Icon for a while and um, I left like a year ago and I've been kind of like, my whole goal, kind of my whole music career was like, oh, I'll just teach until I don't really need to teach um, money-wise. And like, you know, I sort of hit that threshold, but I also, it's something about music that you really like teaching is not like a it's more of like a necessary thing like even when yeah. i'm not teaching i'm like with younger producers and mm-hmm. i'm with just like other producers and they're teaching me and i'm teaching them so it's i i started to sort of look at it differently like it's more of like a necessary thing yeah to keep your skills up and to yeah. keep and to keep everybody's like motivation up is you know in our in our world it's teaching because we've done so much production but in some of the i mean a lot of people's worlds it's the other way around like having a teacher mm-hmm. is really helpful as well so
1: absolutely i'm
0: definitely down to keep it going and like i think team supreme is like inherently a teaching thing like the mm-hmm. ciphers are have always been a teaching thing like we've always mm-hmm. learned from all these other random producers from across the world <clears throat> they're learning from us we're learning from them everyone's learning from each other so I think it totally makes sense to start doing like some clinics as Team Supreme, you know?
1: Yeah, I really like what you said about like teaching um, being something almost necessary for your own talents as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have a lot of private students that I, that I help out, and one of the, the little pieces of advice that I give to students, especially ones that feel like they're getting stuck or, uh, or, or not confident in their skills, those who feel like they're just not confident enough, um may be surprised at how much they actually know if they help somebody or if they go and try to teach somebody. It's really a confidence builder like you might not think you know anything but as soon as you find yourself helping somebody with a track that they're like stuck on, it's like all of a sudden you have ideas and you have lots of input and you might not realize it at first, but if you've never done it, go try to help someone and try to teach somebody. It's exactly it's crazy. I saw
0: someone tweet the other day like some like, pretty well-known producer i forgot i think it was i'm gonna put you on blast uh west west one you know that is okay <laughs> west one he tweeted like i don't know shit man i suck and i was like dog <laughs> if you go teach like any beginner production person like you will realize how much you don't suck you yeah know what I mean? like so i i get both sides like some days i feel like i suck too but it's like teaching is really a helpful like wholesome thing that feels like it, it was really helping me when i was doing it consistently mm-hmm. and. I kind of miss it so
1: yeah and it just builds a good community like that radiates out and everybody starts helping each other out you know that that's what we continue we want to continue pushing with team supreme and in our clinics and our ciphers and everything it's all about everyone helping each other out not even just us helping you out or or other artists out it's more of everybody helping each other out encouraging that Mm -hmm. um everybody has something to put into the puzzle you know so I'm excited, man. I'm excited to continue bringing in uh, new guests to this podcast. Uh, This episode is actually just Dane and I for now.
0: I don't know. I think we might have an interview with uh, Young 8 Effects.
1: Okay, okay. I think we
0: should just put it in the same one, yeah. Stacking up. All right, let's go. We could separate them out, but I think... Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he lives here. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: Either way, you know, uh, these podcasts we're going to, we're, we're getting consistent on. You know, uh, we're going to have a different guest pretty much every time. But, you know, sometimes it might just be the two of us. We'll, we'll end up seeing what happens. But, yeah,
0: we want to use this podcast as kind of like just a place to hopefully once we're up and running as more of a consistent, like P- Team Supreme is more of like our job. Like that's the goal. We, we want to make this our job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, it would benefit the people that want team supreme to keep going like i think the only way it's going to keep going if this becomes sort of our job in this in the sense that it takes up a good amount of time and we make money from it you know up to this point we haven't made any money but it takes up a lot of time so it's not like we don't want to do it it's just like it's a natural thing that we're going to put it to the side until it becomes our job so that's that's what i would love to see is like team supreme becomes like a really actual like thing that's like a business
1: almost yeah absolutely because then it's like
0: we're kind of like accountable to keep it going
1: for sure and along that i would i would put this out there to the world if if anybody has suggestions of things that they they would you know wish team supreme would be doing uh in terms of you know touring or anything anything really if you have any suggestions or ideas for us uh on how to further expand what we're doing uh by all means let us know we're super down to help you guys, uh, and and for you to help us as well would be awesome. Um, I know we have actually some questions. Yeah, we, that's a good uh, we usually, transition. We usually answer some questions on these podcasts. Yeah, people have so. excellent transition.
0: So uh, we have an email called the Team Supreme Podcast at gmail.com. That is a place for you guys to send us questions, and we sent out a little tweet to like remind you guys that we're about to do a podcast. So we have a few more questions here. From recently. So let me read these here. Um, I'm just going to say people's first names. Like, if you guys send in questions, I don't want to put you on blast. So, this is from John. Uh, He said, What's a good way to build a community for production? I've been super inspired by Team Supreme community family vibe.
1: Ah, mm, that's a good question.
0: Yeah, uh, I think Team Supreme is like the OG, not the OG, but like in our world, it's our OG. uh family of producers that we kind of like just fell into and um i'll be honest like over the last few years like team supreme started a while ago like i feel like i've found a couple other families along the way like if you know like courteous family and i've found just other little pockets of of people like my roommates for instance like both my roommates are incredibly inspiring producers to me if not like my favorite
1: producers yeah shout out kz and yeah, K- well, he
0: goes by Kiki now. Oh, Kiki!
1: <laughs> Shout out Kiki.
0: But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he, him and Dayton, Eight Effects, we're gonna interview. Like that right now is my most immediate community, and like as much as Team Supreme is a big part of my story, and like a big part of a lot of our like up and coming. Like right now, my Great Dane community is my two roommates. And that's not like a small thing. Like those dudes, like I chose to live with two of my favorite fucking producers. And like if you have the ability to go find someone that you live near or whatever, like I would say start there. Go get a roommate Mm -hmm. that you wanna like that you look up to as in a production way. You know, like that would be a good start, maybe.
1: Yeah, go collaborate with people, go start your own show, start your own little free show where you can play your own beats at, start do it. Just do stuff. Just get out there and start doing things that you love and that are right in your own vibe and that'll radiate out and other people will find that and naturally your community will build. You want it to be natural. You don't want to force this thing, you know? Like all of us in Team Supreme are homies at the end of it, you know. We we didn't we didn't sit here like strategically trying to set up Team Supreme. It was just it naturally kind of happened. I think that's the best way to go about it, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Doing and, things I mean think
0: I mean even like I didn't even think about it but at the time that's what we were doing we were living together like you guys lived yeah. together you and Henry I lived like down the street and I came over every day like mm-hmm. I would say there like start with that like find a good core group of people like maybe you have your own friend group right now that's has nothing to do with producers and shit but maybe if you like really want to be a music producer not producer necessarily but just musician in general make some more music friends that Mm are just like all about music, you know?
1: Exactly. You know, (laughs) I have a lot of students that look for, uh, other people to work with through, you know, SoundCloud, literally direct messaging people on SoundCloud, uh, you know, even finding collaborators through apps like Vamper or, Fucking get on Tinder, yo! Find yourself a <laughs> find yourself a good collab, a part, quote unquote collab partner. You, you get never some know B two B action. <laughs> something I realized is there's hella uh, Uber drivers that are artists. Yeah. And a lot of my students find collaborations in people that uh, that are just Uber drivers. Like yeah. it's a common thing. Like I don't know why, but Damn. it's just the di- I don't know That's something crazy. about that. <laughs> just be open, be attentive, and you know, yeah, just connect the dots just do things and connect the dots yeah all
0: right next question let's go to uh lonely kid remember lonely Kid? oh yeah big
1: time <laughs> uh okay
0: lonely kid said yo what's up one will there be ts merch soon <laughs> and those og T- ts stickers like the one Saruda has on his mac so yep. let's answer that one
1: yeah so stickers and merch are coming back yes Yes, that, <laughs> and that those,
0: sticker's like like famous. Like. The sticker's <laughs>
1: legendary. This we will let me make this perfectly clear. We will not make the st- sticker in any other size than that <laughs> large ass size that we've been using. That is the size of that sticker. We will not downgrade. And if anything,
0: we, we'll go bigger.
1: If anything, it will just get bigger. And if we go bigger, we won't sell the smaller version. It'll just be the bigger version from there on. And we'll have you had people ask bigger. you for
0: the small? <laughs> Nah, dude, it's like Keon has nah. it on his Mac too. Like yep. big ass T S sticker.
1: Oh good. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody can see that sticker from far away. We will not change the size, but those will be right back out there. We'll be we'll be coming back out I've with those stickers. I've never thought about like how big those are. They're fucking big.
0: Okay. <laughs> Number two. I've been getting piano lessons. This is still Lonely Kid. I've been getting piano lessons for the past six months. Good good call on that. Uh and I'm not sure if I should put producing on hold for the next few months so I can focus on getting better at piano. I just feel like I have to pick up, pick one or the other because I'm selling myself short by not doing the best I can with producing or with piano. Okay. I, I mean,
1: I yeah, it's fair. I It's fair. I think it depends on how much other free time you have. You know, if you have a job or if you're going to school, you gotta like, you gotta like think about that and, and weigh that in, you know? Um, if you're hella busy and you work a nine to five job and you're trying to stack piano lessons in like a little amount of time that you have, maybe it's good to just focus on that, you know? And then once you're comfortable,
0: I would just schedule out like time, like literally like I would say piano is more important because being a producer, like doesn't really mean shit if you don't know anything about music. I mean, unless you just want to be like a sound design guy, like the sound design, but even those guys like have pretty musical knowledge. But, um, I would say like, budget out like let's say you have 2 hours of free time every day budget out like an hour and 30 minutes for piano cuz that's going to take a minute and it's hard and then put that last 30 minutes like literally just record what you did with the piano for that hour mm-hmm. and literally like spend 30 minutes like don't worry about making a cool track just fuck around with it like put mm-hmm. reverb on your on your piano lesson <laughs> like mm-hmm. literally that's how you'll have the most fun and like you'll get better because you're not stressing about, oh, I'm getting better at production. Like, just yeah. fuck around with it. Like,
1: That's genius. Actually record your piano lesson to use as a sample to remix later in the day. Like, yeah. yeah. Or not even remix. Just to, like... Or just mess around just
0: with Just grab a four-bar loop of what you did. Like, the best thing you learned how to do that day. And then fuck with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: And then if it ends up being cool enough to, like, make a song out of it, that's cool. But I think people underestimate, like, the power of just listening and, like putting headphones on and just fucking around in Ableton like not trying to make a track.
1: Definitely. You know. Just don't worry too much. I mean, if you're that it seems like you're investing in your craft, you know, and that's the most important thing at the end of the day. So, as long as you're working hard, like it's it's, you know, focusing on Ableton or piano is going to be worth it in the end, you know. But I definitely agree with Dane. You got to you got to know the rules to break the rules. So, if you're not super comfortable with piano, uh, or at least, you know, do, knowing the foundations of songwriting, like chord progressions and melody, adding bass lines. Like, you know, that's a great place to to, to attack or, or a great thing to to master before you really jump back into your own productions, for sure.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's go on to the next person. Oh,
1: real quick. Off of his, the first question that he had about merch, I was just going to put that out there. If you guys have any suggestions of uh, specifically T-shirt Uh, sort of designs or vibes that you guys would want, let us know. You know, we made pocket tees a long time ago. Those were really popular. I'm thinking about potentially bringing those back. Maybe some baseball tees or uh, maybe jerseys. We did those once. So I don't know. Let us know what you guys
0: think. Gold chains again, dude. (laughs) I lost my chain. Actually, I think I just broke it, but...
1: It's there. It's my, there, though. My gold TS is like
0: the centerpiece of my
1: studio. Unlike at Mike Parvizi's house, uh, his gold chain is somehow mysteriously missing. And I believe PJ's is missing as well. <laughs> Damn. So they are no longer part of Team Supreme. No.
2: <laughs>
0: Damn. <laughs> no,
1: Shots yeah. Fired. We, we got to we gotta make <laughs> some more of those. We actually made custom Team Supreme Letterman jackets, which were absolutely insane. Those are sick. Um,
0: I gave mine, too, because I you gave me an extra patch. And then when I was when I was visiting with when Chromenici was here, he was like really feeling that jacket, and I was like, "Dog, you got it, it's yours."
1: So <laughs> Dane is no longer a part of Team Supreme.
0: <laughs> no, look at it the other way. Chromenici <laughs> is now part of Team.
1: Okay, there we go. And I also
0: have a patch. I don't know where it is. I have my other patch. Somewhere.
1: I have a confession. I actually sent a patch to Heya from Happy Doghouse, Cody's collaborator in the uh, Korean pop uh, punk. Uh, sort of vibes group uh, check out Happy Doghouse shout, shout out Happy Doghouse they're ridiculous hell yeah uh, but yeah uh, Heya's rocking that in Korea so so you're not in Team Supreme yet yeah. so <laughs> podcast <laughs> is over
0: we're, we're inclusive not exclusive inclusive <laughs> okay next question uh, from Malachi what's up Dane and Preston I'm a big fan of you guys music uh, and I like making music too I had a couple of questions I've been waiting to ask There's three. We'll see if we can get to all. Okay, one. Do either of you guys, do either of you have a job to sustain you when music profits don't? So let's answer that one.
1: Wait, say that again? Sorry. Do,
0: Do either of you have a job to sustain you when music profits don't?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have jobs that sustain when music's not coming through. Yeah, it, I, yeah lots of different gigs, you know. Uh, I mean, they're all music related, though, is the thing. Yeah. Like teaching at, at a school, uh, teaching private lessons, doing commercial movie trailer music, uh, doing consulting for like live bands that need to know how to use Ableton for their live sets. It's all sorts of different things yeah. that I've done to kind of keep myself afloat. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of like this is kind of my first year of nothing but like my music. But uh that we even with that, like the music industry is all kind of like entrepreneurial. So like like my my like hundred percent of my money this year and like I'll be honest, it's less than the years when I was teaching, but you know, I just felt like I wanted to like try and take that leap because I didn't want to like never try like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I feel like it's like one of those things like starting a business like when you're starting a business people always say like oh it takes two years to like make a profit and like I feel like I kind of like did something in the middle where I was like always trying to make Great Dane and like my label shit and like shows and stuff like my only income but like I sort of just like pivoted until that was like enough to feel like I could quit teaching but even then like like I said at the beginning like teaching it was good money, but it's also kind of cool. Like it's it keeps your creativity up a lot. So yeah, I'm not like never never gonna teach again. Like I love teaching. It's just uh, this this year. Like to answer your question, this year I don't have anything but Great Dane and shit, and like it's going pretty good. Like I think I think it could be a, like a long term thing, but it's also like like I said, like teaching is one of those things. Like I wish I was like just a millionaire dude where I would just teach like out of the goodness of my heart. Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> but you know, at <laughs> some point, it's like. It's 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 good on on two fronts because it helps me and mm-hmm. it you know helps me in financially as well. But absolutely,
1: yeah. I was gonna say too. I, have you? Because um, th- this year specifically, I started actually producing for other people and helping other people with their records. Um, and it's pretty awesome. I mean, shout out this artist I'm working with, Harry Nathan, is doing some big stuff. He's got an album coming out. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's just various singers and songwriters that I've been working with recently, also for extra income and also just great practice like i've never tried somebody uh you know help help somebody finish their music you know like an, an artist that that is able to write a song and and um and i just kind of come in to help kind of finish and polish everything and it's something i've never done but i'm i'm finding a lot of enjoyment of it have you have you found yourself doing anything like that like producing for other people have you thought about that um
0: not yet I've 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 started to get like paired up with like like, through management and stuff, like, paired up as, like, songwriting with, like, other artists and shit, but um, nothing, like, has ever made me money yet. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> to be honest with you. but For sure. But that's kind of, like, my next goal. Like, I, I feel like 90% of the money that I make is, like, gigs and shows and stuff. Like, or maybe, like, 70%. And then, like, 20% is, like, royalties. And, like, 10% is just random-ass shit that just happens. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, music industry is, like it's like a very entrepreneurial thing. Like if you want to make all your money from music, no matter how big you are, no matter how successful you are, like you have to be a hustler. Yeah. Like fucking Diplo dude, like that dude makes millions of dollars. But Mm -hmm. if you see him, if you ever meet him or like talk to him, like he is a businessy motherfucker. Like he's thinking about like his next idea and like his next like thing. And that's how you got to be. Like you you can't expect it to just be like a nine to five kind of like you know right. super like consistent thing it's like you're going to make you're going to make random money and then no money mm-hmm. and as you move up the ladder mm-hmm. the checks get bigger but it doesn't get any less random.
1: That's true. You're, <laughs> Am you're, I right, dude? You're so right about that. Yeah, you gotta be ready to do every job. Mm-hmm. Like, just be ready to just do it and and see. You know, you might think that you don't want to do that job, but in the end, like after you've done it, you realize that like you might enjoy it, or you're just, at the end, you might just be happy that you did it. Like. Uh, you got to be ready to take every job, every opportunity, and be open to trying everything because you can't limit yourself to one thing. Dane's hella right about that. Like, yeah. Yeah. So true. It's so true. Even Diplo, man. Like, Even he has to be like that. It's, yeah.
0: I mean, he's the same thing. It's like he's getting really sporadic random shit, but yeah. it's just giant ass checks. You know? Yes. Yeah. But it's not like you know, if you have a, if you're an accountant and you just get the same check all the time, like that's, that's the yeah. fun of it. It's it also is. the scary part of
1: it. It is. Yeah.
0: But yep. I mean, that's the same thing as like saying like, do you want to be like basically anything in like the entertainment is mm-hmm. you're like an actor, director something like those guys are all just getting random checks. Yeah, <laughs> None yep. of them, none of it is consistent,
1: but yep. it's just got to get
0: those checks up.
1: Got to get those checks up. Get those up. numbers up. Get those numbers up. <laughs> Read up on that uh, Music Modernization Act, that MMA, not Mixed Martial Arts Music (laughs) Modernization Act. Check that out, guys. Things are changing. Royalty system's changing. We're balling out here. Always changing. (laughs) Gotta be on your toes, (laughs) y'all.
0: Okay. Number two from the same dude, Malachi. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of sweet drops and stuff on SoundCloud, and the verse before the drop and the drop have completely different sounds and such, but still feel connected. What advice do you have on this topic? <laughs> Woo!
1: Uh, I, don't I get that question answered. I, I get that uh, that let, question a lot. I'll
0: actually. let you take yeah. it.
1: then. Uh, re- re- word it one more time. Ooh. Say it one more time. Just so I think know.
0: what he's. I think I can summarize. Like he's saying that the drop sounds nothing like the intro, but it's, but consistent. it's it feels consistent. It feels consistent, and he's like asking. Idea. I think he's asking how to do that. Yeah. Uh, I also have opinions on this the other way, which is like, sometimes to me, they do not fucking sound consistent. Like they just sound like you just placed something there. But well, he's, I think he's asking like, the ones that do it well, Yeah, do you have advice on
1: that? So I I don't find myself writing like what I call drop music that often. And I think that this relates a lot more to like EDM and drop heavy type of music. Like I like to write songs a lot and it's much easier to keep things consistent because there's a vocal top line that's happening from the start to the end that keeps everything kind of moving. But if you don't have a vocal or a person singing on a song, you need something there to as like a focal point or something to anchor the entire song off of. Um, I think it just comes down to like workflow and being able to like those songs that 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 have a lot of that in it, but sound very consistent and simplistic by nature. They probably did it in a very fast amount of time. I feel like the longer you take to write a song, the more, like, everything feels scatterbrained. But these beats that, like, feel like one singular idea were probably knocked out within an hour or two, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, at least, like, the main elements that are there that help push the entire song were probably written at, like, the very beginning of the process. They're early to the beginning of the process of writing the track. So I think, like, when you're trying to get into that zone, you should be focused on, like getting your speed up you know Mm -hmm. and just being consistent and writing over and over and over again because those songs i think should be effortless those ones feel effort the ones that feel effortless i think usually were effortless when they were made you know Mm -hmm. but i don't know what do you think about that
0: um yeah i think it's such a hard question yeah you're asking how to be creative yeah (laughs) yeah yeah just get lots of inspiration from lots of different places and like I don't know. I have no answer for you. I think ah. I think I like the the not knowing. I I don't, I don't like that there there's not really an answer. I think Yeah. Like I think what you just said is the best. Like I always tell producers just write lots of music. Like as soon yeah. as you feel like you're stuck, start another song like right away. Yeah. Start something else. And not like you need to abandon the other one, but just like you might. Like yeah. you might actually need to fucking bail, but yeah. it's hard to like bring yourself to that if you spend a bunch of time on a track, but Sometimes, like the ones that just feel the easiest to make are the ones that are the ones you should make. Like, yeah, not everything needs to get finished, you know. With- I also
1: think it just helps to limit yourself, too, you know, like limit yourself to a sound palette or a vibe. Like, um, like I was listening to an interview with that producer, John Bellion, the other day. He was watching, I was watching some YouTube video of him talking about how he <clears throat> makes his songs, and he explained that, like. The influence for his music comes from combining J. Dilla and Pixar movies. And after I heard that, it made so much sense when hearing all of his songs. Like, all of his songs feel super consistent, but they're super masterful. They have, like, these crazy arrangements with so many things going on. And there's something that connects all of his songs. Like They sound like him every time you hear it. And after he explained that, like, that's where he takes his influence from, it's, like, Pixar and J. Dilla... I hear both of those things on every one of his songs and that's what I realized is the consistent thread through his music and it's like it makes sense you know so I don't know I think having like a a focal point you know not not even just like a, a sound or a genre it's like more of just like a, a conceptual idea for your yeah. music could help consi- yeah. make it consistent. Yeah, no, That's
0: actually a good point. Like yeah. I have my own in my head about it. I don't even know if I want to say what Yeah. What's well, great. Th- no, I don't really even want it. <laughs> yeah. <but> I, yeah <laughs> leave it out. There as a mystery. It kind of like gives away like how I'm doing it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like it's, it's like, just yeah, something yeah. that I've, I've said it to a few people before. And then like, after I said it, I was like, Yeah, that is what I'm trying to do. (laughs) It's
1: that Cajun spice. Yeah,
0: so I'm going to just keep that to myself. It's the
1: habanero peppers, baby. Yeah. Habanero pepper. I'm going to
0: move on, Malachi.
1: Habanero pepper.
0: (laughs) Okay, Okay, this guy just said, uh, this is from Jonathan. He said, where's Jemba? Thank you, Styles. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, you guys are sleeping, man. Like, Jemba, <laughs> like, do you guys not follow him on Instagram and shit? Because, like, he has a whole other project that he's already doing. He has mm-hmm. a whole album out on it. Yeah. And people are just like, oh, where's Jemba? It's like, well, he just changed his name. And, like, he's still very active. Like, yeah. I mean, he's not active. Like, he's not, like, DJing a lot, but... He released an album like yeah magic in the rain magic right?
1: in the rain <clears throat> super dope very like meditative kind yeah. of music it's awesome
0: just follow these artists like they might change their names you know like, yeah <laughs> just be on the lookout for a different name but it's that dude it's the same dude
1: yep actually a jemba jemba remix just came out like uh i want to say like a few weeks ago or a month ago um really? yeah he did as a remix jemba? as jemba wow. uh-huh and everybody the, it <coughs> like broke the internet for a day Nice. Uh, but yeah I, I would say I don't know if he's completely done with it but definitely on a hiatus I know that for sure he's making moves with Magic in the Rain and that stuff's awesome so yeah, yeah check dope. it out
0: and let's go to the last question um from Brayan not Brian, Brayan uh, where are the ciphers at man <laughs> also will you listen to this and let me know if you hate it
1: sure <laughs> live reaction <laughs> i hate it uh cyphers they're ciphers coming back, back next month december yeah december or actually we're in december right now so yeah this, this month, month we're doing it team supreme it's a fun one it's just a fun easy one uh come january though we're uh yeah we're we're coming back with the cyphers i mean after this month we're gonna be doing once a month once again uh but january cypher is gonna be very special uh so uh yeah just be ready you guys we've got some some fun stuff planned i don't want to give anything away yet but uh but yeah we got some fun stuff planned for the cyphers
0: so for this for your track that we're going to tell you if we hate it um the way that my audio is routed on my computer right now i can't play it through my computer but i just pull it up on my phone so you're just going to get the iphone speaker listen it's all good (laughs) i'll play it on the mic
1: (laughs) i like it so far models Is that, like, Omnisphere vibes? (laughs) Sorry, you're just getting
0: the iPhone listened. (laughs) I like your artwork, too. It's
1: nice. (laughs) Yeah, this is clean. I get, like, Nintendo Wii U vibes. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's say. I think
0: that's good shit. I mean, I think that's, like, um, definitely, like, keep going. You know? Yeah.
1: Feels like a song. Should get, like, a top line on that. Mm. Record a top line on that one. That's <clears throat> yeah, pretty I nice. I feel like
0: I had, like, 100 beats that sounded similar to that when I was, like, <laughs> starting out. Like, Not that it's, like, bad. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like... It sounds like you're on your way to like something bigger and like better. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Because I think, I mean, bass, We're just basing this off of iPhone. Listen, so I don't know. Maybe you're doing some genius shit with the bass and stuff. <laughs> but like, um, I think, yeah, keep it going. Like you're you're making some like musical choices that are like everything's in the right key. <laughs> yeah. Like that's one thing people don't like understand.
1: Just like yeah, basic music stuff is a clean. big deal. You know. Yep. Yeah. So.
0: You know it's clean, it's in the right key to me, like just 100% honest. It sounds kind of like background music, like a background of like a KCRW story about like genocide or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not, not genocide, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like,
1: I know what you mean, like,
0: it's not like if you're looking for something that's gonna be like, I don't know, like really blow my mind, like it didn't quite, but you know, it yeah. sounds like you have talent
1: you yeah know, yeah so. definitely like you know enough i just by hearing that i already know you know enough to finish a song with that like you could put a top line on it yeah. and you can i mean that was on spotify you already know
0: yeah you're already isn't? doing it <laughs> You, you got your doing it.
1: yeah uh, no it's cool though really cool man good shit
0: man all right so i think that's all the questions bro oh
1: all right keep sending them in yeah at uh what's the email this to send those
0: into oh uh it's the team supreme podcast at gmail.com all right also if you guys want to like send stuff to that email maybe like not stuff to read on the podcast but like let's say you run your own like i don't know bong
1: company and you're like
0: yo you want to shout out our bong and then yo. i'll be like yo give me fucking 20 bucks
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then we got you <laughs> 20 bucks or 20 bongs one of the two <laughs>
0: I mean, that dude just got a free ass play on this shit, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm fucking around. But also like, yeah, like if you have your own shit, you're trying to like, like market. Like I definitely want to turn this podcast into like a real podcast where we shout out cool things that are like, maybe our community of people would be mm-hmm. interested in. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not like car insurance, but like, yeah. I guess bongs is my first thought.
1: <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. I hear you. You follow
0: Grape Juice Boys
1: <laughs> on uh, Instagram? I don't. I think I know what you're talking it's about, It's basically though. like, a meme, heard like a, a
0: meme account. Yeah. And, uh... The only like they always do like sponsorship on their stories, but it's always like a dab rig. And it's just like, it's like of course that's gonna be the, the people that you sponsor. And That's gonna go
1: over very well with our entire uh, <laughs> audience here. I think
0: I think we're pretty diverse, man. I mean, if you got kids and you want to market some kids' toys. There's there's kids out there listening. Yeah. To, I don't know
1: hopefully elon musk is out there wants to donate a tesla to your boys that'd be great
0: <laughs> you guys got like a specialty fortnite skin i don't know if, can you sell those i have no idea i don't know how fortnite works but i feel like there's a lot of fortnite players listening to this
1: definitely yes that's de- producing and fortnite go hand in hand or super
0: smash people like i don't yes. know. you got like a jiggly puff like you got a ceramic jiggly puff you're trying to
1: sell oh man <laughs> If you guys have any questions related to Super Smash Brothers, Pokemon, uh, or anything car-related, I've got your back. I, I know everything about that stuff. Yeah, all right. So yeah,
0: always Seinfeld too. <laughs> if you have Seinfeld questions, yes. we're kind of blurring the line between questions and uh, marketing. But if you guys have shit you want, to...
1: not s- that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> oh! <We're doing> sh- <laughs>
0: Damn, the Seinfeld reference! <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, I think we'll take a break and we'll come back with young 8 I'm down to doing one episode. Yeah, sure. Um, if you guys don't know about 8FX, A-E-D-F-X, he's uh, my roommate. But if if my landlords are listening, he's not my roommate. He's just <laughs> chilling for like a week in my house. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's one of the best producers, I think, coming up right now. Like. And one of the most genuine dudes I've ever met, so it'll be a good interview.
1: Yeah, and then maybe next one we get Kiki.
0: Ooh, yeah. I think Kiki's yeah. got to drop some more music, because we got other people we can interview drop a lot more music that's that's a fucking call out Kiki put your fucking music out
1: yeah Kiki where are you I'm in your house you're nowhere to be found it's like tumbleweed when I open your door to your room there's tumbleweeds that there's flew fo-cals.
0: by there's, there's four thousand dollar focals and tumbleweeds <laughs> and, rolling across them
1: just <laughs> ma- making little scratches on the tweeters I said, what are you doing Kiki just kidding we love you
0: but for real like everyone wants to hear your music please put it out okay Anyways, we'll be back with eight (laughs) effects. What's up y'all?
2: <laughs> what's good?
0: Back with eight effects.
1: Yo, what's up guys? Young Dayton. Young Dayton. <laughs> Throw some D's on that. <laughs>
2: Throw some D's. You gotta on teach the
1: people what does that mean? No one knows what that means, but I know that you know what that means.
2: Uh Daytons are a type of rims like, fancy rims that go on cars. So when they say throw some D's on that bitch, they mean throw some Dayton's on that bitch. Oh! Damn right!
1: (laughs) Damn right, bro. 66 Impala, baby. Yeah, and that, like,
0: that's basically, like, the definition of, like, how I feel when I listen to 8FX music. (laughs) Definitely.
2: (laughs) I I literally remixed uh, that Rich Boy song just because he says that in
0: the song.
1: Yes, dude. Yeah, your music is, like, the embodiment of a lowrider that has one wheel, just one up in the air. The, and like the dude is literally hanging out the window, like head hanging out the window with a blunt in his mouth. That's Hydraulics really, pump. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. The little
2: the little fuzzy dice hanging down. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Okay, tell us the, the fucking. I already know it. Like full disclosure, Dayton's my roommate, so <laughs> I basically know all this shit. But maybe we'll let Preston take the lead, ask some questions, because uh, maybe I don't know if you have like. Can you give us a synopsis? Like, how are you? How would you end up in LA? Uh, you know where did you come from? Where the fuck did you come from, Adaface?
2: <laughs> so I was living, uh, I was living in the Midwest. I was living in St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, just grinding, doing shows, working a lot. You know, just doing my thing. And uh, one day, randomly, I got a Twitter message from Dane, just asking me if I wanted to move to LA, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I want to move to LA." Tell the people how old are you?
0: I'm 20. So, yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker is 20, dude.
1: You you just you hit him up on SoundCloud or? Well,
0: we uh me and Keon were looking for a place and um I really hope that the property managers don't listen to this podcast cuz <laughs> technically it's just me and Keon on the on the lease, but we found a really dope 3 bedroom spot which is where we're at now and it's incredible. So, we just I don't know, I don't know what it's like to like I think we were just kind of playing the odds like Let's just put our names on it, and hopefully something else works out, because we definitely needed like more like rent money than just yeah. the two of us. But yeah. luckily, just all worked out. Tristan um, Hoppe, Curtis Family, one of the founders of Curtis Family, <clears throat> and one of the founders of uh, the show we started, Hypnosis. He was the one who said like, "Yo, my my homie Dayton is looking for a place," so that was like how it all came together. Yeah, yeah, because I
2: I, I, I I've been talking to Tristan online for years now, like probably three oh. years now. So gotcha. He was like my first L.A connect so
1: yeah gotcha yeah. so that's how is that how you found out about like all these artists that produce in LA or like had you been up on like kind of what's been happening with oh yeah definitely
2: I had been big fans of like Team Supreme and Courteous Family and all that shit before so nice. I was just uh yeah I was talking to him he's like man you got to come out here you got to come out here and see what it's like and it was just intimidating you know because I've I've never even like really been to the West Coast, so it was like all new for me, but I said fuck it, packed everything in my car, drove thirty hours <laughs> and now I'm here. So <laughs>
0: Hell yeah, was
2: it a good yeah. choice? Yeah, it was a great choice. <laughs> yeah, that's <man>. awesome.
1: So <clears throat> how long you've been producing for?
2: I've been it's been almost eight years now, so oh, I've, I've been producing since I was like 12, 13 years old.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you must have been like five. I was, was going to guess five. <laughs> <laughs> eight
0: years ago, I was your age.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. Damn, yeah. that's insane. So you don't even, you probably didn't even know the 90s, huh?
0: Yeah, no, not really. I was, ba- I was barely it's in the still, 90s. It's interesting, <laughs> it's like, dope 90s. talking to people like, I mean... Just because I kick you with Dayton so much, and like it's cool to see like their perspective on things mm-hmm. because, in a lot of ways, like they have totally different references and shit. But then in a lot of ways, like they're just faster and smarter than us because <laughs> they've had like Ableton since they were fucking twelve. So right? yeah,
1: yeah. How did that like? How did that work for you? Because there wasn't anything like that when I was like in high school and stuff. Like you, you probably did. You just crack that and so start learning like, it yourself. Like, or how did you, how it
2: kind of yeah. happened for me was first I. I had audacity. It was like the first thing I ever used audacity and Mixcraft, And I used to just like fuck around. Like I had a little like, uh, uh, rock band mic. That's what it was. A rock band mic. I hooked it up like from the video game. Yeah. (laughs) I hooked it up to the computer. I hooked the rock band mic up to the computer and I would like record my voice and just like do like weird shit to it in audacity. And then, uh, that was really the, like, full extent of what I really did until I went over to my cousin's house and he had FL Studio on his MacBook. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and he just like showed me how you could chop stuff up and do all this cool stuff. And I was like, damn, this is crazy. And I was like st- stuck on it the whole entire time I was there visiting him. Like I didn't leave that computers. <laughs> and uh, as soon as I got back home, I downloaded FL Studio and used FL Studio like constantly for years. And then tried other daws and stuff eventually moved to ableton so
1: nice so pretty much self taught all the way yeah through yeah yeah and through.
2: yeah because i grew up in small towns my whole life so like i never had any other person around that did anything similar or like understood what i was trying to do or anything so i was just like lone rider
0: <laughs> so yeah <laughs> i mean we had a question earlier with the podcast like about how to create a community and like kind of be involved musically. Like when people are, I mean, we've had that question multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like when you come from a small town or just a town where no one's doing music. So like, what's your advice? Like, it looks like you just DM'd people, not DM, but like you basically just did your thing on SoundCloud and shit. And then when people reached out, you kind of kept like the communication going. And like, Yeah.
2: Yeah. I say <clears throat> the main important thing is just worry about like what you're creating. Like just make sure that that's on point because as long as, you're creating something that's quality, then everything else will kind of fall in place. It's all about like just making sure your content is really good, and you know everything. Like I never would I was I literally was living in a small town, less than two thousand people in Missouri called Knob Noster. So uh, and and now I'm here. So knob Noster. now you're
1: the knob master. <laughs> 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 womp, womp. <Yo>. So, yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> dude that's yeah, a good so. track town knob nostril
2: <laughs> god damn i don't know about that i don't know if i want to <laughs> you
1: you you do, not your voice doesn't sound like him but what you're saying and where you come from reminds me a lot of like a young jemba jemba like yeah. he, he came out of iowa and like like i remember he told me a long time ago when i was looking for advice on like my own career he was just like invest yourself in the craft and everything else will like fall into place
2: yeah exactly because like I never expected anything to happen. I just wanted to make beats that I thought were cool. And, like, I was just inspired by a lot of people. And so I just wanted to try to make shit that was, like, close to, like, what they were doing or, like, to that level. So I was just focused on making as good of beats as I could. And then everything – I didn't expect anything to happen, honestly. I didn't have any, like, expectations. Just things started one after another, offers, and different things happen, and, Yeah. So
1: that's awesome. So now, now you're out here and you're working. Are you like working on anything specific, making just a bunch of tracks? Or is there EPs that you're working on or albums? Or
2: it's a l- little bit of everything. I have uh, an EP that I'm a solo EP that I'm working on right now. That's gonna be uh, like a pretty big change up from my usual stuff on SoundCloud. I put out a, a teaser track called Whoa, and it's like a chill, kind of wavy track. And uh, I just put that out as a single to like get people prepared for the full EP but it's just going to be like very more like wavy stuff a lot a lot more on the chill side than uh, my usual material and I have another EP that I had just whipped up recently with LOJ from uh, Switzerland uh, they were down here in LA and so I went and kicked it with them and in a matter of like two days of straight working on music, we got like a three-track EP ready to go. oh so. yeah. <laughs> nice. So uh, I got that coming, and then just a bunch of random singles and stuff too. So
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I ju- actually just heard a sneak peek of that, and it's certified for- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to
0: try and convince Dayton to let us uh, leak some of this shit. Um, <laughs> Because that's what we do here on the podcast. Yeah. All right. We, <laughs> we basically do little sections of interviews and then in between the sections we put a little beat on there. So Yeah, definitely like go for it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Drop that shit. That's a verbal commitment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Uh, cool, man. Yeah, so. yeah, dude, I, I'm very impressed with you. I think like you just impressed me in a lot of ways. Like, I mean the fact you just went and like crashed at LJ's house for like two days to make sure you got like an EP done before they like one of them went mm-hmm. back to Switzerland. And shit. Yeah. Like that's the drive that you got to have. Like I, yeah. I, I, I catch myself sometimes, like, I'll be so lazy. I'll just, like, yeah. won't even do, like, the bare minimum of, like, what I should be fucking doing if I want this to be my career, my job.
2: Yeah. yeah and yeah. it is
0: my career, my job. And I still fucking lazy with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, hey, watching you.
2: It happens to everybody, man. Like, yeah.
0: just more recently, like,
2: I don't know, been feeling a little bit more inspired more recently, but I definitely have had some times where I'm just, like, laying back on the couch, and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do anything right now.
0: (laughs) No, yeah, (laughs) but but, but your inspiration inspires me, too. Like, it all goes in a circle. Like, when you feel like, I'm going to go fucking do some shit, it makes me want to be like, all right, I'm going to go do some shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: I think it's just hard for, like, people that are super entrepreneurial to, like, light that fire under your ass, you know? Do you feel like moving out here really, like, lit a giant-ass fire? Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. It just showed me, like, how, I don't know, like, unreal it is you know and mm-hmm. like that like all these people that i've known and looked up to their music now i'm just like casually talking to them and stuff it's just it's mind-blowing <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: it's it's been a it's been a trip for sure
1: awesome yeah. man that's great it's, it's super inspirational i think for people to hear that you know it's like just go do it just go yeah, do it. yeah and
2: like Make that move. yeah it's all it's all in the risk like you can't be afraid to take the risk you know so Yeah, and like that's also
0: like attitude too. Like Dayton, just like a very positive dude and like, you know, he doesn't ever complain at all. Like you have like people have like things they want to complain about, like that are very justified things to complain about. Like you definitely feel, I mean, I'm being vague right now, but like people have lots of different scenarios where it's like, damn, like your life kind of has some issues going on. But like everyone has that. And like, I think with Dayton, I always see like he chooses not to fucking complain. He's just like, fuck that shit. Let me do yeah. my music and let me yeah. be a fucking inspiration to people, you know? Like, yeah,
2: you got to be, got to keep a positive mind state.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Stay yeah. humble. Yeah.
2: And stay humble, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's the number one, Yeah. number one key right there.
1: It's cool. I, I like what you said about like coming out here and meeting people that you cu- maybe like held on a pedestal or just people you thought were like famous and like big time deals. And then you're like, yeah. oh, they're just normal people. Yeah, like, you meet and
2: them, just they're just, just like you. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> we're all the same, like. <laughs> yeah, it's just really crazy.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Dane and I were talking earlier about like uh like Diplo and how much of a hard ass worker he is and how he just You know, he makes a lot. He has these bigger paid projects, but he's basically doing what all of us are doing still to this day. You know, hustling the same amount. Yeah, just like bigger checks, way bigger bigger checks. checks.
2: (laughs) Just a constant grind. You know, just work your way up the ladder. That's all it is. That's awesome. Putting in that work. (laughs) So, are
1: you out here doing music full time, hundred percent? Are you doing? Are you working anywhere?
2: I I got a day job to just keep the steady income, but trying nice. to get a little stuff here and there from music but cool. still still something i'm working towards so, nice. so. and
1: you've been playing a lot of shows i think recently yeah. Too, right? yeah
2: well not as much more recently but like in the like few months ago i was playing like quite a bit of shows and i've kind of taken a little bit of a break but it's been nice because not focusing on the shows as much has given me a chance to focus on just like production and working on music and stuff so now i have like kind of like this arsenal of different stuff that i have to like play in sets and stuff now so
0: yeah dude someone else was telling me like what was the festival you played that was like in the like super like middle of nowhere uh Uh,
2: the one in kansas maybe
0: yeah what's that called it was called the equilibrium arts festival someone someone like i forgot to even tell you they're like yeah dude dayton fucking stole the show like you i don't know if it's that (laughs) one it might have been a different one but they're like eight effects was like the highlight of my it could
2: have it could have been uh possibly the uns festival yeah that's what it
0: was that's what it was so yeah. you're making waves, dog. It's <laughs> <laughs> tight. It's That's surprising tight. how like how much that actually is like how this how this shit works is just like word of mouth. Like, yeah. oh, I heard Eight Effects crushed at Unce, and yeah. then like because of that, like you're gonna go play a bunch of other festivals because everyone's like, this guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm planning on doing the UNS again this year.
2: Nice. I, I haven't solidified it yet, but I'm pretty sure that it's a good possibility. So I'm gonna try to. Go back to the uns again. That was a really good time. Where is that festival? Uh, Mariposa, California. It's like oh, at the, okay. in, in these like fairgrounds, I guess you'd say. But mm. it's perfect because they have like really nice bathrooms and like showers and like all kinds of. It's like the perfect setup for like a small, like intimate festival. Mm. That's not too big, only like a couple thousand people, maybe even nice. even less than that, maybe. So it's cool. It's it's a nice vibe. Everybody kind of like walks around you see the same people over and over again and so it's it's cool like everybody is like this big family there so it's pretty tight
1: that's great is that put on by the uns.com yeah okay yes. yeah. cool 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 yeah that's awesome man yeah nice so. Uh, so do you like do you feel like it's tough sometimes like touring and writing at the same time like you said it's yeah like, are you do you find yourself kind of blocking out more time for just studio one month and then you tour is that kind of are you splitting yeah it yeah, like yeah.
2: That? i i mean it just kind of depends because sometimes like touring you'll get so much inspiration just from like all the energy around you and like the crowd is like reacting well to you and so you feel inspired and it pushes you to like want to make better stuff but a lot of times what happens is I'll like play a show and then once I come back I still have all that like inspiration in me and then I like really focus it into like putting it into a song or something so mm, nice. yeah that like post tour inspiration <laughs> Nice. so yeah that kind of stuff but
1: Just curious, who are some of the artists that, like, really got you into bass music, like, early early on? Like, who were some of the first people that, like, got you in? So,
2: a lot of people wouldn't expect this, but, like, the very first electronic artist that I really listened to was Excision. (laughs) And so, yeah, I, I made a lot of, like, dubstep originally, like, long time ago and because uh, that weekend that i went and i like discovered fl studio that same cousin of mine like showed me excision and, like all his other dubstep songs and i was like 12 13 years old so i was like mind blown i was like what the fuck is this and so uh yeah i just i i was listening to that kind of stuff for a long time and then some of the early early names that got me into like trap and stuff was definitely like uh diplo and brills mm-hmm. and all these other people but then The shit that really changed my perspective was whenever I heard Carmack for the first time. Mm. Like just, I had been trying to make a lot of like neurofunk and like this really like different stuff than what I make now. But once I heard a Carmack song, it was actually on like this page that normally would post like neurofunk and stuff like that. They posted a Carmack song, just kind of out of nowhere, and I heard it and I was like what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, this type of music exists? And I was just, like, <clears throat> struck. And, like, ever since that moment, it's kind of, like, inspired me. And I, it it really, like, opened my horizons to listen to more shit. And I, then I started listening to people like Dr. Derg and mm-hmm. Saruda and all these other people and, like, Courteous Family and stuff. And just kind of, like, it really, like, opened the gates for me. And after hearing all these different artists, it, like, definitely changed the way I made music. Because it like I was driven in a different direction after that. So
1: crazy. But yeah.
2: And then obviously like some of the best uh, inspirations are people like, you know, Jay Dilla and Madlib and all the all the like OGs of the game and stuff too. So those are really heavy inspirations for me too. So That's
1: dope. Oh yeah. All okay. the all the classics. Yeah. All the heaters. All the hits. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, I used to bang early excision back in the day. I used oh, yeah. to bang that stuff. Oh. All yeah, the Chapman dude. parties back when Dane and I were in college. Yeah. Yo, dubstep really? was going off dude, back in I never I felt
0: like I was never a dubstep fan ever which is like ironic because a lot of people think of me as like a dubstep artist (laughs) which I find like I have like somewhat I have trouble with that because like I don't think I've ever made like a dubstep song Mm -hmm. a a real one Yeah, but I see like I understand why yeah 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 I feel like
1: you'd kill it I (laughs) I just don't like it
0: (laughs) sorry yeah 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 I'm gonna offend like a million people right now but like (laughs) I I, I like I like the weird like offshoots of it that are like basically the current state of like bass music that shit I like because it feels cool and, like, hip-hop. But a lot of that early stuff, I just wasn't on board. I was I would rather listen to rap, you know? I felt yeah, like yeah, yeah. It was, like, watered-down rap. Yeah, yeah. Or just, yeah. like, not watered-down, but just... It wasn't my shit, dude, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everybody,
2: everybody has different, like, beginnings to how they, like, started making the mm. shit that they make. But, like, definitely for me, I feel like... Dubstep was like the first thing that really like blew my mind as far as like electronic music and stuff. And it was so funny because I remember I I used to be like s- just rap and like I listened to a lot of heavy metal too when I was young. And I remember I heard a Skrillex song and I was like this fucking sucks and I was like this is awful. <laughs> but then after like I started producing mm-hmm. and then I listened to it, I was like okay, hold yeah. on. <laughs> no, <laughs> hold I've, up. Dude, I was like this is actually <clears throat> really impressive and yeah. then like just from that point on it kind of like I was making dubstep. I was trying to make like neuro funk, like all this uh, just different off the wall stuff. And uh, yeah, just as, as time went on and especially like as I got older, cause I was so young, my like taste for music and production just kind of
0: changed and developed. Mm-hmm. So that's how, yeah. I mean my, my like not liking dubstep earliness was like before I ever touched like any music production stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just like, mm-hmm. I was just going off like gut reaction, but like yeah. I definitely changed like over time. Like, like one of my favorite artists right now is Chi. Um,
2: yeah, and I feel
0: like he's pretty dubstepy sometimes. Yeah, but like
2: straight up, like got to be one of the best sound designers. Yeah, out. yeah. but I still, yeah. I, so I drop that
0: shit in my sets. Like, you know, that's he's he's like as good as it gets, and, and like regardless of genre, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah But if exactly. I think about it, and I think about myself when I was like young, and I played a cheese song back then, I don't know what I would think. Yeah, I might yeah. be like, oh, it's not rap. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I was just like kind of ignorant. <laughs>
2: exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you understand what goes behind the production, it yeah. completely changes your perspective yep. <clears throat> of yep. what it is and what it sounds like. Yeah, sometimes
1: so, you see the the, uh, the beauty in it, and, and then sometimes you see the Wizard of Oz sitting behind the veil, like, ah, yeah, like, this yeah. is garbage, this is all fake. Yeah. <laughs> it goes both ways. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the Wizard. <laughs> the Wizard. <laughs> you're into all these different styles are you like musically trained it seems like you would have to be to be able to juggle all this stuff and jump around
2: yeah i mean to an extent i never really i never like took any classes or anything like that other than like uh, when I was in middle school, I, I was in a uh, band mm. and I was in percussion. I played like snare drum and just random percussive stuff, like marimba sometimes and stuff like that. played the finger symbols once. That was a, <laughs> That was an interesting time, but uh, what
1: is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like finger it's like
2: these uh, you, you use both of your like pointer fingers and you have a little tiny like it looks like a little bitty ride symbol hanging off of each of your fingers yeah. and you just go. Ding. Oh my God. <laughs> and you tap them together. <laughs> and I had a part in one song and there was only one part where I had to do it. And it was like at the very end, it was like,
0: Oh Did you have to stand god. there with them like
2: yeah dude
0: on your fingers the whole
2: time just waiting for
0: the moment dude i wish i could just see that
1: ding. you got to end every hypnosis party with that with just a finger single di- finger single ding at the end we of should the do like night. a giant
0: build up like every night like at 1:58 a.m. giant like 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 sweep into the finger single <laughs> oh my god and then it's the so and then classic. the house lights come on <laughs>
2: oh my god but yeah like i i did stuff like that and then uh in high school i played uh drums for the jazz band and stuff like that too so gotcha yeah i I was never like like trained or anything though it was more so just kind of like listening to stuff and trying things and watching some youtube videos and just kind of like trying to figure stuff out but
1: yeah, and the the style of music, like I can hear it, because the style of music you make is very like it needs a lot of tension and release within the groove. Mm-hmm. And like I can definitely tell that you've played drums before just by hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, makes yeah. a lot of sense.
2: It's just the like the concept of groove is like my favorite thing ever. Like the the push and pull of different sounds like flamming off of each other and stuff. That's like Yeah. Once yeah. I once I started realizing that in making beats that you can create that mm-hmm. just by moving things to certain areas mm-hmm. of the of the groove it's just like completely changed how I made music so
1: yeah it was cool getting to see like a little bit of your session a second ago I I was literally writing notes I don't know if you saw I (laughs) I stole all of your tricks I wrote down your entire mastering rack (laughs) I have it all I have everything and we're leaking it tonight so (laughs) (laughs) but no it's cool like seeing seeing you apply like just hell a swing to everything and Mm -hmm. like All the little triplet rhythms, like your little reverse kick (laughs) thing, like that Dane like pointed out. I was like, "Damn, that's actually pretty fire." Yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool. I can I can hear. It sounds like you're conducting almost like a drum line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
2: and I think that definitely comes from like my early years of band and like playing in the marching band and percussion and that kind of shit. So I think that definitely plays into.
1: Do you play your stuff in by hand or do you punch it out on like a keyboard or or use your mouse to knock it out? It depends.
2: Depends. Like a a little bit of both. Um, I definitely play a lot of my shit in, especially like hi hat rhythms and stuff like that. I'll just like. Nice. Like just do little stuff like that. But then I always go back and if something. I never quantize anything, ever. Like, have Woo! never quantized anything, I'm pretty I'm so much. glad you
1: said that.
2: Uh, <laughs> and so, like, I go back in, and I just kind of, like, cut up individual pieces.
0: What's hey, up? <laughs> no, keep talking, keep talking. <laughs> and
2: I just kind of, like, uh, I, a lot of times I just turn the grid off and just move things where I want them to, like, ah. naturally feel versus, like, you know gridlocked so
1: command four for yeah. life. command yeah. four for life man. yes exactly <laughs> exactly yeah so yeah you never quantize anything you don't quantize okay. your downbeat or your kick
0: uh i mean you put it
2: on the very the very, grid. The very first i'll put it i'll put it on the grid but even sometimes like the very first kick is like hitting late
0: oh man. like so yeah it's wow. it just depends i've that's noticed cool. Like, that's cool like, like um thomas does that too like saruta like or I mean, it hits,
2: like, earlier it, than, like, the regular The, the
0: number one thing that, like, changed my shit, like, sorry, this is weird, I'm, like, talking, but oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I figure at the end we should just have, like, some random live questions. Yeah, yeah, for, this is dope. But, yeah. um... Number one, like thing I learned from like Thomas is just like the command button, like holding command and then just sliding shit around off the grid. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's clutch. exactly what I do. Yeah. I go
2: in, I command E, and like break different pieces apart, mm-hmm. and then I just hit command and hold and drag it over to wherever I want. Yeah, command yeah. is the fucking move
0: because yeah. you just place it before, exactly where you want. Before
2: that, the way I would do it is I would literally like right click, hit no grid. And then move it. And then turn the grid back on. So it was such a longer process. <laughs> yeah. flow. It's so much easier yeah. to just grab it, hold command, move it over, and let go. Mm. <laughs> and then it's where you want it.
1: So specifically, and you don't have to answer this, but like I know it's like something that everyone struggles with. Is getting that kick drum and 808 to just be super married to each other. If you're swinging your kick always, like, are you doing your kick and 808 side by side at the same time yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: i'll i'll uh definitely go into my 808 and make sure that the envelope of the 808 is like locking in with how like thick the kick is or Mm -hmm. like i always try to make sure that the envelope of the 808 like matches up with the kick and i'll also just like if if anything ever sounds off i always just try to go in there and move it to where the kick and the 808 are really like locking Mm -hmm. in with each other and then uh Another thing too is like repitching the kick until it sounds like it locks in well with the 808. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times it won't sound right until it's the right pitch. Yeah,
1: so, so you're tuning your kicks as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. That's super dope. Yeah, that's crazy. In terms of creating that on that perfect envelope you're talking like amp envelope do you put like a fade on your 808 to yeah. encompass the entire range yeah of the kick? so
2: a lot of times i make my 808s in either like serum or massive mm-hmm. and then uh like so i do a lot of that stuff like in the box in massive or serum and then uh it's what I'll do is just rebounce. I'll I'll play a bass line in and then I'll bounce audio. that down to audio. Yeah. And then I'll go into the audio and clean it up and make it, you know, sound like however I however I wanted to. You could do a lot of different stuff with the fades and the warping. So yeah. that's definitely like key
1: (laughs) i feel like that fade in ableton is like made like when you snap the fade hard it's made like made for kicks like it's made to like snap around kicks for some reason it looks like it and it works well always it's almost
2: like a visual side chain (laughs) yeah (laughs) like a visual side chain just like pull that bitch to the (laughs) side
0: yo so i just asked people question i said uh give me your questions for eight effects so this is a eight effects right here this this boy right here, this young little boy. <laughs> What's up guys? Uh, he's uh our guest this week. This mm-hmm. is like a little live section of the podcast. This is kind of like the end. We should probably wrap it up soon, but I figured maybe we could get a couple of questions. We already answered a bunch of questions between like me and Preston, but if you guys have questions for 8 Effects, he's one of the most fucking dope producers I've ever met, so <laughs> I'll give you guys like another 5 minutes. <laughs> and then we're going to probably end this, but like Think of something dope and he'll answer it for you. And then it'll be on the gosh, podcast and yeah, we'll put it out. We're, I mean, we're gosh, nerding
1: gosh. <laughs> out right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
0: so the, I got one so far. It says, What's your favorite? What's your go to BPM?
2: Uh, probably like <laughs> 120 to 130 BPM, like half time, to where it's like really slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even slower than that. But dope. that's like where I just feel comfortable for some reason. That's just where mm-hmm. I like to be. It's like my. Groove.
0: I think mine's like probably like 90 or like 85. Yeah. But I like to just, I like to do like Babe Ruth it, you know, like Babe Ruth points and then he hits the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I just like pick a BPM and like, let's fucking go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like
2: 153. Let's get it. (laughs)
0: Yeah. 153. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I was wondering if you could talk about some of your process for developing lead sounds. Developing lead sounds. I would say, uh, one of the ways that
2: I make weird leads is just by resampling and applying like uh, like really wet like chorus or something like that, and doing a bunch of weird shit, grain delay, whatever, Yo, and man. just uh, you just yeah you just keep yeah 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 you just keep uh, resample, like uh, yeah resampling it over and over again, and then uh, you go into those resampled bits, pull out the good pieces, and uh, like focus on those and use those as like the main parts of the lead. You get some really crazy sounds, and it's a good way to kind of, like, you know, just... It's, like, all in the the luck of whatever weird sound comes out, and then you just take that and kind of, like, uh, articulate it to the
1: beat, so... Dope. I love that you just l- listed, like, built-in things in Ableton. It's not like you have a bunch of extra plugins you bought. Like, you, yeah, you really he's... utilize everything that's just right here. Like, it's yeah. so easy to Almost get Almost
2: everything that I use is a stock Ableton plugin. <laughs> I don't yeah. really use any outside stuff other than like Massive and Serum. So. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Dope.
0: Okay, um, I was wondering if you could talk about some of your process. Oh, that's the same one. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, how can you distort the 808 without it overlapping with other frequencies?
2: Um, so one of the keys with that I'd say is like, so take a clean 808 and then duplicate that to a different section and then high pass that 808 So that none of that low end is interfering. And then you can basically do whatever you want to the high pass version of the 808. You can put amps on it, saturators, whatever, like anything you want to distort it. And then basically, yeah, you just kind of like EQ it until it layers with the bass, but it's not rumbling or creating any weird... uh, uh, like, low-end noise, so.
1: So you dial that in by ear, huh? Yeah. Do you, because, do you, like, when I'm doing that, I usually find myself cutting the higher part of the distorted bass, like, somewhere around 100 to yeah, 200 yeah, hertz? Yeah, Because you want it to bleed a little, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, and it depends on what you're going for, too. <clears throat> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. if you just want a, like, a growly bass, then you might, like, want to low-pass it a lot to where it's just, like, this kind of, like, weird, like, distorted mm-hmm. mid sound layered in there. But uh, if you want something that's really, like, buzzy, or something like that, mm. you might want more of that high end to like come out, so you might, you know, leave that a little bit more.
0: Okay, I'm gonna we should do the answers quicker now because there's a lot of questions oh, coming damn. in. <laughs> oh damn. Um oh, shit. why does eight effects kick always bang? <laughs> Million dollar question. I think I can answer that. Uh, it's really loud. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I try to I try to make my mix to where the kick and the snare like are usually around about the same volume and they're the highlights, like the loudest parts of the mix. So everything else kind of like tucks behind those things. And then once I put my master chain on there and stuff, everything kind of like locks together after that. But oh. I definitely make the kick like Brilliant. the highest high, like highest
0: point of the track. Um, is there an artist or sound you're trying to go for? Or... Or...
2: Um... You know, I'm just, I'm inspired by all the people around me, but, uh, what I really want to do is like create something that I haven't heard before. So that's that's, really the goal. That's what's up.
0: I feel the same way. Yeah. Low frequency, 50 Hertz kicks or punchy mid low kicks?
2: Low frequency kicks. Like the soft ones that like hit hard mm-hmm. so they get you but they're not like taking over too much yeah. of the mix yeah mm-hmm. that kind of stuff like the really low yeah. kicks i almost every kick sample i pull in i usually pitch it down <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so yeah. it's usually like Keon
0: showed me like i never thought like um pitching your kick to the right key like i never thought that mattered but like mm-hmm. there's like this magical thing that happens when you do that that it's yeah. weird it's really weird but it just yeah. makes everything fucking tighten up
2: so. yeah everything kind of like locks together Yeah. do you yeah.
1: do that thing where you pitch the kick up like two octaves so you can hear the note yeah and yeah then tune and it, sometimes put it back down. sometimes
0: kicks like don't have a lot of pitch but like you can get close like you mm-hmm. can listen to it and be like pit, pitch it up like three octaves it's like
1: <laughs> then you'll hear and it and
0: then you just yeah. like get as close as you can mm-hmm. like it's, it's, sometimes it's like impossible but like you can get it like closer than it was mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure keep going there's a lot of fucking questions sample drop today no but soon wait when is the sample this drop?
1: month this month i'm not gonna give it away but this month for sure stay tuned buddy very yeah. soon
0: get kiki on this please dude easy that's probably yeah we'll do yeah it. <laughs> next time <laughs> <laughs> where is, you at Keon? Do you, do you, yeah, where, where are you <laughs> where are you at dog um hold on Kiki dope. Everyone's talking about Kiki.
1: Kiki, <laughs> Kiki where are at, bro? Right? There are tumbleweeds Kiki. in T- Kiki's room right now. I don't know where he is. <laughs> um,
0: okay, when you get frustrated, how do you take a break without getting too far from the creative place you're in at the time? Uh, get
2: a, buy a Kendama, step one. <laughs> and then just become a master of Kendama, and then you're good. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you know, just find something that, like... Uh, takes your mind off of the music for a little bit, but doesn't become so much of a distraction that you don't, like, want to go back and keep working on music afterwards. Just something to kind of, like, get your mind off of things for a little bit, and then uh, get a
0: clear mind, and then come back to it. Mm. Like video games, or like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Some people video games helps a lot.
0: I notice uh, sometimes you just have like a show running. Like you'll have like Curb Your Enthusiasm or like Entourage. Well, not Entourage because you watch that religiously. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like just have something a, some going. show that's like on the TV, but you're not even watching the TV. But then yeah. you'll go make beats and then come back, watch a piece of the show, and then go back. Yeah,
2: yeah, it. yeah. Just kind of like take <clears throat> little. I don't even consciously think about that, but that's true. I, yeah. just I do the same little, thing. Really I have like Netflix ready,
0: and then I make beats, and then I play some Netflix. And yeah, because like. yeah, especially yeah.
2: if you're like, if you get really in the zone of making a beat, sometimes you get so far that like everything, like your brain is just overloaded, and you have mm-hmm. to like, you you get to a certain point where like you're trying to pump out ideas, but you're just like nothing's really happening, so you kind of got to take a break. Yeah, and then come back.
0: All right, last few questions. Uh, do you use field recordings?
2: Yeah, definitely. Actually, I use my iPhone a lot. I record myself Mm. beatboxing or I record... I just was with Hoppa today recording random songs on on my iPhone. Nice. I have one right right on my fucking phone. I was actually just about to make a beat with one before you guys came out. Sorry. No,
0: you're good. Uh, Do you drink La Croix?
2: <laughs> uh, actually, I have some
0: in the fridge right in the Dude, that, you got the oh, worst man. flavor. You got fucking coconut oh, dude. <laughs> What the fuck? Day- hey, hey, I had to try it.
2: I had to see. It's what like
0: it gross bad. coconut water. Yeah. Yeah. I it's like coconut water.
2: Yeah. If they're really cold, they're not that bad.
0: But if they're not cold, they're trash. But I mean, it was a good move because if you would have got a good flavor, I would have drank them. So yeah,
1: <laughs> I, will, I will give a little PSA. I know everybody's been drinking Lacroix recently, but I I know that shit's hella acidic, and all of a sudden, like all my friends have been having throat issues. It's
0: probably the jewel though. Oh, <laughs> man,
1: might be, jewel Lacroix. <laughs> Just don't overdo it. I think I OD'd on Lacroix.
0: <laughs> okay, reverbs for synths. Reverbs Too many questions. Okay, I'm gonna do like two more questions. Reverb uh, for synths.
2: Uh, yeah. Reverb yeah, in general. Reverb. I think. I th- reverb- are you asking
0: like? Uh, whatever.
2: Even even the smallest amount of reverb on almost any sound can make a difference. So mm. I say just experiment with uh, what sounds good. Don't be afraid to do like weird shit with your reverbs and uh, just play with the dry wet. Like if it sounds really weird, make it like only like two to five percent wet. And then it's just like a tiny hint of that reverb and it makes mm-hmm. little things like that can make a difference. So,
0: Are there any tracks outside of electronic music that have been inspiring you lately?
2: Um, uh, Lil Baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I, I mean, yeah, a lot of different stuff. I've been listening to a little bit more like jazz and stuff lately too. I was listening, uh, I took a road trip to Arizona and I was listening to the radio and there was a jazz station on and they were playing a bunch of like Herbie Hancock and stuff like that. And nice. it was just like... I don't know it was really just inspiring hearing that it's like a very evolved form of music so so like that and then just homies of mine too as well like that are amazing uh at playing different instruments like jason woolly mammoth he's phenomenal phenomenal musician just hearing him do stuff too like singing playing the keys whatever that's super inspiring
0: all right, last question, favorite Abel, Favorite Ableton stock effect. Sorry, I skipped some questions, but we got to wrap this up. Uh, favorite Ableton stock effect?
2: I think it's a tie probably between the frequency shifter and the grain delay. Yeah. <laughs> probably does too.
0: So. Hell yeah. All right, well, if you guys want to hear the rest of this shit, um, we just recorded like an hour and a half long po- podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Team Supreme's back, baby. Cypher drop. Cypher rules will come
1: soon. More plans for next year. More plans for next year. Twenty right. nineteen. We'll see
0: you guys later. I'm gonna end this. End live video. <laughs> sure. Nice. Fuck yeah, that was man. Sick.
2: It's good shit, man. Thank you, you run, guys. man. I shared it on the. So Thanks on for me. having me do it. Yo, should we wrap up? Tight.
0: So that was the end of the stream. Should we call that the end of the podcast too, yeah, I guess so. or should we call this the end of the podcast?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess we could do either. All
0: right, <laughs> we'll works. call this. So yeah, if you guys check out Eight Effects, if you haven't heard of him. He's severely underrated, but he's also 20, so fucking <laughs> give it time.
1: I got, I got a lot of time. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, we're back. Team yeah, Supreme.
1: And uh, go go ahead and start messaging Kiki right now. We need him in the studio next <laughs> time. Kiki. We'll we'll start blowing him up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. See you later. All right. See you. Williams mm-hmm.